Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is welcome to episode, I don't even know, eight of The Drop. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Let's go, Dylan. Round of applause, everyone, for Dylan who's listening. Uh, I'm Anna. This is Dylan. Little PPA North Carolina recap. I just want everyone to know that was really hard for him. I really, uh, he, he was pretty nervous about starting this off, but uh, he killed it. So, good yeah, job. Yeah, I was pressured into doing it. It might even become something that happens regularly. Do you think you're up for that, Dill? Maybe, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> but you uh, you crushed it. All right, so a little PBA North Carolina recap. Let's just get right into it. Um, congratulations, Dylan, on your silver medal in men's. Dill did better than me this weekend. Um, you know, that's a big congrats are in order for that. Uh, what do you have to say about that? Um, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, at, going into each of these tournaments, I think that's the the primary goal is to place higher than Anna Bright in either men's mixed or singles. I think I just want the highest result. Like if you get you know, on the podium twice, as long as I'm like one spot higher, yeah. at least one event, that's the primary goal. So I consider it a, a successful weekend. No, that's yeah. Fair. Uh, everyone. So Dylan and I were going to be playing in Newport and mixed and Dylan was like, like, what did you say? You're like, this is, this is content or something. And yeah. I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, if, Oh, you said it was like a win-win situation. It was like, if you won, you won. And if you lost, it was like content. It was something like that. No, I think I told you that now we've got content. I was like, I was watching your match and I said, oh. nice win. Now I've got content. And then you didn't realize that if you had won, that you were going to yes. play Mary. Yeah. Her. Okay. That's what it was. So that's what we're going for. We're, we're transitioning into just part-time players, full-time content creators. Um, just for, just for all of you guys, but, uh, the big topic of the weekend or, you know, is definitely going to be Mr. Jack Sox pro pickleball debut. Um, super impressive. Uh, would you say surprising Dylan? What, what would you say? I, yeah, I didn't know what to expect going into it. I, I could have seen him doing really good or maybe just decent, but, uh, he did really well. So he was, he was a good player. Didn't really have a a backhand as we all saw, but he was so athletic and, and so fast that he got away with it. He didn't really need one. Um, but yeah, he was really good. Yeah. There were a few shots he hit in singles, of course, but then in, in mixed both when I was watching and against James and I, and I was just like, that was like different. Like, that was just way different. Uh, so super impressive. I wasn't surprised. Um, men's obviously losing in the first round with Tyson was an it was a bit annoying how the commentators kept saying it was a historic upset this such a huge upset nobody <laughs> it's like come on it's the guy's like first tournament it's really not that big of a deal like it was a surprise but i found that a little annoying personally um but yeah i think the guy's a total stud it sounds like he's going uh, hard into pickleball i heard he's going to be playing a lot of or some men's at least with riley newman this year, which uh, might be might be pretty scary for everybody. Um, but yeah, Dill. I mean, what do you think? 
what do you think about like his uh his mixed result you know obviously gold super impressive like pretty comfortable most of the way through like do you, how how well do you think he does if he doesn't have Anna Lee let's say there's always a caveat yeah, when you win with I, Anna Lee I think that's the the biggest question we were actually talking about that um like how many guys could Anna Lee win with or like who's the worst guy that Anna Lee could win the tournament with and there's probably so who's just a little better than you <laughs> you don't think she could win with me? <laughs> Nice. I'm kidding. I, I, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack, I think I think Jack's Jack's mixed game is is definitely stronger than than his men's game just because of his style and how he likes to be really aggressive and speed up a lot of forehands. Um, but I watched him only play a, a couple of games, and a, a lot of people were saying that Annalie was like covering the middle a lot for him when he when he ran over to hit his forehand. Like Annalie was doing a lot of work to to kind of cover that, that hole that he was leaving. And then uh, I guess um, when he switched over to men's doubles, it was a little too much to ask of Tyson to, to cover that much. But I also, I didn't watch him play. They played their, their first round match and then lost and then withdrew. And I heard that Tyson was, was uh, a little uncharacteristically bad, like making some mistakes and, and unforced errors that he doesn't normally do. Yeah. Um, playing against him was strange. I think James and I got a little flustered on the whole. It was just weird. You know, the drive and crash was so good. We definitely returned to Jack way too much. Got a return to Anna Lee. Um, but it was strange because I felt like it wasn't even like mixed doubles. It was kind of like they were playing doubles because Anna Lee was covering a lot of courts. And I felt like I had no ability to even try to pull at Jack because he wasn't leaning. Is how I felt. You know, Vivian had a lot more success than I did. I think she's also a lot better out of the air, of course, than I am, like, so much better. Um, but I think if we – if I played that team again, I'd do some things. Like, I wouldn't hit to Jack so much. I think I would approach it as more of, like, normal mixed doubles and just kind of see how it would go in that regard. Uh, I thought in men's I, – I don't even know what can be taken away from that match. I watched most of it, and I thought both Tyson and Jack were just playing horribly. Just a, just a ton of errors. I saw someone who does stats said there were like 26 unforced errors on Tyson and Jack's side and like eight on the other side. It was just an error fest from both of them, uh, but that's very surprising to see from Tyson. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, don't know. Everyone has bad days. Uh, so I don't even know what can be taken away. I think Jack is definitely better than that. He was playing people from North Carolina who were familiar with his game, which is a big edge. I think everyone else was, at least me, I was like, I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I think we'll, we'll see him again soon and we'll get a better feel for his level in mixed, but super impressive performance. Uh, I thought he had a great match against Jake Kuzmider. I did think he looked like he got a little tired uh, in that third game. And yeah. anyone who's familiar with Jake, the guy does not get tired. <laughs> <laughs> the guy can go all day. He can. Jack's so explosive though on the single score, like his, his sudden burst of, of energy and, and his movement um, to be that explosive for, three games is, is tough. Like to, to not ever have to hit a backhand because you're so fast and moving yeah. your feet that fast all the time is you're expending a lot of energy. So it's tough to have your sustain that level of play all the way through. Yeah. And it's not even like how like Tyson or fed or uh, fed hits plenty of backhands, but Tyson, you know, you'll see him drop a lot, you know, and that saves energy. Right. But guys like Jack, similar to James, it's like pretty much every ball is a full rip, which is uh, expends a lot more energy. So, I uh, just think he's got to get accustomed to singles and, you know, maybe he'll never have a great backhand pass, but dropping a little bit better with the backhand when it does get found. I thought Jake did a good job of 
you know, once he found the backhand, just kind of keeping it there until he eventually got one to do something with. So I thought it was interesting, but uh, he'll be a total stud. All right. Where do you think if Jack were to play the second season of MLP, second draft is in July, where does he get drafted? What do you think? Um, definitely premier. I think no probably, doubt. I think probably. I don't know. It's tough. His his singles is is amazing. Like if he just has to, especially in Four Dreambreaker and Dreambreaker, yeah, he's gonna be insane. Um, he could probably get drafted. I don't think it'd be crazy to take him first round. I think he'd be a first round pick. I think he would definitely be a first round pick. Uh, I would I would take him over myself if I was a GM for sure. Um, you would draft Jack before you and MLP. Yeah, I would. I would. Um, I feel, I mean, I did a Twitter poll asking people just, you know, all of my many followers, uh, if they thought more men or women would be taken in the first round. And most people said women, it's like 60, 40 people think women are going to go more than uh, men. And a lot of people were, you know, saying why, but I am personally of the opinion that a, a high value male is generally going to be worth more than a high value female because you're also going first in the dream breaker and the ability to take over matches a little bit more so in, uh, in doubles. But I think the the first two dream breaker slots are so important just because they generally are always going to play three times. Whereas the last couple may only go twice. Yeah. So, and if you do the sacrificial lamb strategy, you know, that, that matters a ton. So that's my thoughts. You know, I'd like to see him play a little more men's doubles, but, uh, my thoughts on on uh, on Mr. Sock. He's also got quite a mouth on him. He's got quite a mouth on him. That uh, was not, like nothing I had ever experienced, and I did not handle it well, and I was pretty upset, but uh, I just got to handle it better. That's that. Um, you got about there. Yeah. Like I, watching him play Jake, and, and, and Jake won, and Jake gave like the huge come on or celebration or whatever, and Jack's like, kind of shrugged it off he's like what are you doing man it's just pickleball but like jack was so into the match himself so it's kind of funny to to see that like he was really competitive too yeah he's i mean he's a freak competitor like he's it, it must be weird for him to be playing pickleball with us and he was so good at tennis it is probably kind of like come on like this is just like come on you guys are like nothing like i mean i shouldn't put words in his mouth. I don't mean to do that, but it's just, it's just, it's definitely different. You know, this is not like Wimbledon or something, right? We're like inside at a lifetime and uh, there's tons of people there, but it's not like a crowd with, you know, hundreds of, or I don't know, like thousands and thousands of people. So it's probably an interesting experience for him. I hope, hopefully he, you know, gives some more of his thoughts on it. That would be kind of cool, but total stud. Um, how many men do you think Annalie could win mixed with? Uh, I think probably, I don't know, seven or eight different guys. She could yeah. Over. Including yeah. yourself? Yeah, easily, easily with me. Just put <laughs> easily? Her Just put Annalie on the left and I'll play the right. And Are you her, her ideal work. partner, you think? I think so, because she, she would get to play the left with me. Yeah? Yeah. That would be interesting. I wouldn't want to dink forehand cross with you. That would be That would be an interesting orientation. Yeah, 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 you guys would definitely be like a, you would you'd be favorites going into the tournament. I, yeah, I don't know who the like the last man is that I think she could win with. Like, I was talking. Does she with win her. with? Does she win with DJ Young? Uh, 
I think she could. Yeah. 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 Interesting. What side is DJ playing? Um, I could see him playing either side. I, I, I'm guessing he'd probably start on the left, but I wouldn't be surprised if he if he ended up playing the right side, kind of like he did at Major League Pickleball, because yeah, he was pretty good. Who was he playing with? Cali. He was playing with mm-hmm. the right side with Cali at Major League Pickleball, and he was being pretty aggressive and pretty dominant from the right side. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Annalie is a beast. She's 72 and two this year, looking like an absolute freight train. Uh, we will see if she slows down, but I don't see why she would. Uh, so in women's doubles, I played with my friend Vivian Glosman, her PPA debut, I believe her third pro tournament. She played a couple APPs before this. We had a run to the semifinals. Um, though we did benefit from Etta Wright still being under the weather and getting a withdrawal from Vivian, David, and her. Uh, so we played Shelby Bates and Eva Radzikowska in the uh, in the quarterfinals and had a fun match with them, which we came out ahead on, I believe, 13-11 in the second. And then we had a really fun match against uh, Annalie and Catherine. Yeah. We were, we were like up 5-2 in the first game. They took a timeout. And coming out of the timeout, I was literally just smiling while Vivian was about to serve. I was just like, what is going on right now? <laughs> it's like, we are so in this. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> And then you guys were up big in the second game too. Yeah, we were up eight two and ended up losing eleven eight. But it was weird. It wasn't. It didn't feel like a choke. I just think they we were winning a lot. Of, we were getting kind of lucky. We were winning a lot of the really good points. Like we were winning pretty much all of them, other than my whiff, which Dylan was so kind to uh, screen record and send to me of the volley I whiffed at six two. Clean whiff, no contact. Dave Fleming made sure to point out that there was no contact with the tape. That was all me, and I had just hit, like, a really good shot the point before, and I, like, raised up my hand, and I I was meaning to essentially be like a, yeah, same same person gesture, but Dave Fleming said I apologize to all of Pickleball, which would (laughs) probably also be, you could also, yeah, yeah, that that would also be appropriate. Pretty funny, pretty funny way to uh, stifle your own momentum, but uh, what were your thoughts on Viv? You, You also saw her play a little bit on... Thursday when the breakers were, you know, she was in the mix of whether or not they would draft her. Yeah. She's, uh, she's really good. She's, she came on and she was already competing with you. Um, yeah, you guys could have beat, you guys could have beat Annalie and, and Catherine definitely in the second game and, and you're competitive in the first game too. She was playing really well. And then we played, we played a little practice and mixed on Thursday and I thought she was, she was good. She's so tall. Like she leans in and she takes a lot of dinks out of the air. Lauren and I played her in a mixed double. She was playing with Callan and Lauren kept telling me, she's like, I'm just, I'm just not used to someone taking so many dinks out of the air in these forehand cross court dink battles. Like, what do I do? Um, and you could tell like she was still learning, like she didn't quite have as many options off of uh, a volley out of the air, but like once she gets to that point, she's going to be really dangerous and, and really tough. Um, so I think she was a, the best pick or the the steal of the shuffle draft. And of course she got on the team that probably needed her the least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's funny. I think, um, I don't know what I was going to say, but this is what I'm going to say now. I think that uh, the Bay Area breakers, uh, they're, they have like, there's a few, few owners there, but I know Richie Tuey's on the owner of BLQK is, is an owner Ooh. there. Uh, not like majority owner, exclusive owner, like he's with BLQK, but I feel like 
the teams with Richie do so well. I, it's it's luck. There's definitely luck to it, but it's because they care. They care big time. Like, you know, me and Dylan, for whatever reason, have a group chat with Richie. It's like us three. And Richie will text in it, mostly asking things of me. And so Dylan is like uh, just a, an observer in the chat, except when <laughs> called upon. But, uh, you know, he's asking me questions about other players. You know, he calls me and I would talk to anyone. You know, it's it, it, I, some other like... Rob Nunnery texted me asking about Vivian. I was like, I have no idea. I haven't seen her play, but here's a video of her playing. You know, I provided that. But I think that uh, those teams just really care. And I know that Vivian had to convince one of the owners of the Breakers that she could, in fact, play singles. You know, they're they're really putting the burden on you to prove why you belong. And I know they talked to a lot of other people. And I know they spoke to Altoff. I know they spoke to a lot of other people about, you know, who the best pick would be. And I think a lot of that just uh, comes down to putting in the effort, not saying other teams aren't, but I think that the breakers have done an excellent job and I don't think it's all luck. And I think Richie as well would be okay. It's just, especially at the challenger level, like you've got to do research because a lot of the players are not known. Um, so just really yeah. impressed with that ownership group. I think they're really killing it. And uh, Vivian fell to them and they, they took advantage. I, I don't think it was set in stone until that Thursday when we practiced and Pablo saw her, uh, Tyler Loom saw her play as well. And he was very impressed. Dylan saw. And so I think that's kind of what, uh, what's minted it, but she's yeah. done. It'll be really interesting. I've, I've gotten a lot of people saying like, you should just play with Vivian, like, you know, play with Vivian. Like you guys would be so good. And, you know, we're really good friends. I had such a blast playing with her really. Um, are I you going to play any more tournaments with her? I think I will. Yeah. She needs, uh, we got absolutely cleaned, like destroyed. In, in the bronze match against Jesse and Jackie, which is actually very funny because we played a lot of, we played a couple of rec games against Jesse and Jackie on that Thursday and we were winning. We, we like won one, we were up a little bit in the second. And then I actually thought Jesse and Jackie had beaten Lauren and Yana. And I was like, okay, good. Like we're gonna play Lauren and Yana. Like, you know, I thought we had a better chance in that match. Then I found out I had, was mistaken. We we're playing Jesse. I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> We're not, we're not going to win this one. But Viv was like, oh, like we were doing so well against him in practice. Like this, this <laughs> like we've got it. This shouldn't be hard. And I was just, like, I had told like my dad, I had told James, I was like, we were beating them in practice, but if it was a real match, I was like, I'm not going to see a ball. They're just going to grind into oblivion. And like, that's, that's what they did. Um, which it was funny. Cause, and then we were down like seven, three. And Viv was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just getting picked apart. And I was like, this is great for you. I was like, this is great. She's like, what do you mean? And I was like, it just shows like, you got to like get better at attacking. Cause she doesn't actually like Ale and Catherine kept attacking her, but she's not yet that good at initiating the attacks. Um, everyone so can go watch back our two matches that were live streamed. Sorry, Dylan. I'm completely just cutting you off, but everyone can go back and watch our two live stream matches. We had two additional matches that were not on the live stream. I'm just going to tell everyone. You can count the number of times that Vivian dinked up the line on zero hands all day. Zero. Cross court only. <laughs> only cross. But when she adds it, filthy. Filthy. <laughs> yeah. she's uh, Once she gets that shot, she'll be tough. Because when- I remember playing her mixed doubles. Like All she was doing was just dinking back cross court. So once we finally realized that she didn't go up the line, it's like, okay, I'm just going to start sliding over to the middle and, and waiting yeah. for her to 
leave one a little bit sh- shallow. Um, that's funny though. So you're, yeah. there, there was your Literally partner. Zero, zero all day on you. You don't need any hands to count the number yeah. of up the line dinks. She's dinking like sharp cross with Shelby Bates, who is a very good dinker, I think. Uh, and you know, you got Eva Radzikowska on the right in front of her who no one's ever really seen her play the right. And I was like, I was like, maybe let's like try, you know, to, to move the dink around and, you know, let's, let's test Eva on the right. She's like, you mean move it around like cross court? (laughs) I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) You got to help her. It was like, she's still new to it. She's still learning. I sent her a list of like 15 things to work on loosely ordered by priority. <laughs> so I'm invested. Uh, me and Viv, that that would be really fun. So we'll see. She, she, I want her to move away from Seattle. It'd be sick if she moved here because there's not, uh, she doesn't really have any women to play with in Seattle and the game is totally different. Uh, you know, playing with like five old men versus if she played more with girls. So hope she moves yeah. um, really high on her, but yeah, definitely some things to work on, but it was really good. Now she knows it. Um, I think the women's depth is increasing, so it'll be interesting how, how the game looks pretty soon. Agreed. But. Oh, another – okay, so I have to congratulate Lauren Stratman and Yana Gretschkina. They had a great run into the finals. Uh, I think they were playing really well together. The final was a little tough to watch. I didn't watch much of it. Uh, when Lauren tilts, things get difficult for her, um, but she's been playing really well lately. Um, but I definitely got a little tilty in that match. I would say, um, the other, I have to shout out Tyra black and Tyler loom. They had a fun day. Did you watch any of their match against Riley and Elise? I didn't know. Did it go three games? It went three, three just the craziest pickleball points I've like ever seen. Elise is diving like Tyra and Tyler are probably the toughest team to put away an overhead on. And Riley's overhead is not known to be, right. <laughs> you know, it, it's in the same conversation as Dylan Frazier's probably, uh, except he doesn't have that <laughs> stick little inside out overhead you do. Um, but it was just, it was, the points were absurd. Like Tyler and Tyra are switching sides. Tyler's earning, he's birding, Elise is diving, like Riley's running all around. The points were just insane. And, uh, that was a really fun match to watch. And, uh, Really excited to continue to see Tyra's trajectory as well. I wanted to practice with her today, but she is in Nashville. So don't know what I'll do. Um, let's see. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say about the North Carolina tournament, Dylan? No, I think we covered it. Oh, I have one last question. Are you going to bounce back, you know, against Matt and Riley next time? Are you Are you on the hunt for blood? Yeah, I think so. I think we're, we've got to talk about a couple of things that we're that we're working in and not working in that match. But I think we'll it's our turn to make the adjustment, and I think once we do, we'll be fine. Are you guys gonna have a heart to heart like Matt and Riley did? Did they have a heart to heart? Yeah, Riley said in their you know press conference with Liv Borsky um, that they had a heart to heart after Newport and talked about things that were working and weren't, and then they won. So maybe wow. you and Jade need to have a heart to heart. It's our turn to have the heart-to-heart moment. Are you guys going to do that over the phone, or will you guys just go in the same room in the Johnsons' house? Yeah, we're in the. I'm at the Johnsons' house right now for a little, <laughs> for a little training. So probably at some point we'll we'll go into J Dub's room. We'll close the door, and <laughs> we'll talk it out in private. 
Aww. That's we'll so probably, probably at the end of our conversation, we'll give a little hug and then we'll walk out and we'll be ready. Wow. I can't even imagine you like hugging another man. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> I just don't, that's not the vibe I get at all. <laughs> Dylan just does not seem like a hugger, but no. yeah. if that's, the, if that's the path to success, you got to do it. Got to do it. Whatever it takes. Whatever it freaking takes. You know, Ben and Colin probably hug it out. Um, they definitely <laughs> hugged it out after their Ben Newell Philip Locklear loss. You could just tell they they were <laughs> just kidding. They were out of there so fast. It was crazy. <laughs> it was insane. Um, all right. Dylan, I know you were not informed on the MLP Challenger pickups probably, but I am. And I think we should just run through them pretty quickly. So. Yeah. The first pick, the Arizona Drive. So they are the worst performing team in MLP Challenger. I thought, and I think most people thought, oh my God, an email. Um, most people thought that they were going to make a move on the female side because they had Wes Burroughs and Andreas Silstrom. Andreas is really good, but he is like 6'9", kind of injury prone. Uh, but it said they drop Wes Burroughs, they keep Andreas, and they pick up Johnson Cola. I thought that was super surprising and personally not too smart. No knock on Sincola. I totally think he should be in, in the Challenger League, but I just didn't think he'd go to this team in this way, uh, especially to, to give up West Burroughs. Um, yeah, Wes is, Wes is a good player. Yeah, and uh, him and him and Andreas went like undefeated in MLP Mesa, so if Andreas is healthy, that team sticks together. And then right now, like if he's not, either way you're going to replace him. So um, I thought it was surprising there. Uh but okay. Wes got picked back up, right? He did. Wes got picked back up. And uh, we'll get to that one. I just want to go in order so okay. I can follow my list. So next, DC drops Amanda Hendry and picked up Judith Castillo. I thought this was a good uh, good all around. Um, I thought this was the move for them. Not just to, to probably try to. I thought Amanda Hendry played well in, in Daytona, but uh, not enough to really move the needle for this team. I think it's going to be tough on the whole football. I feel like once players fall out of Premier, it's going to be tough to get back in. And I feel like once players fall out of Challenger, it's going to be tough to get back in. So it's a big deal. Uh, she's had some good results since um, with Jack Foster at the U.S. Open being one of them. But uh, I was not surprised by this move. And Judith is a big upgrade in singles. This team has lost in a lot of dream breakers. So having... I think this will this will help them a lot. Good move, yeah. Yeah, uh, because also them picking up Henry, it wasn't a high upside pick. Uh, I feel like a lot of this challenger draft was dominated by teams going for upside. Then the next thing that happened was Columbus Pickleball Club, aka the Bus, as I think most know them. They first traded Millie Rain to the Atlanta Bouncers for Christine McGrath or Trifunovic. And then they proceeded to drop Christine and pick up Rihanna Valdez. I thought the pickup of Rihanna Valdez was very good. Um, I did not like them trading away Millie, though. Millie, and, Millie was yet to win a match in women's doubles, but I thought that uh, Becky Ryan was not a good choice for them as Millie's first partner. And her and Megan Fudge, I suppose they didn't click. Um, but Millie and CJ Klinger were undefeated, totally undefeated. In Daytona, they played great. They they beat a lot of number one teams pretty handily. So I was surprised, and this gave them, gave Atlanta the Atlanta bouncers the ability to kind of make two moves and picking up Millie and then another man 
Yeah. Uh, the Aces dropped Corinne Carr, which was probably necessary. Picked up Martina Frantova. I haven't really seen her play, but Pablo's girlfriend. Yeah, yes. she's pretty. She's uh, she's good. I played with her a couple times. She's um, she she plays a little bit. I don't think she plays nearly as consistently as Pablo, but her her she's got a lot of talent for sure. Yeah. So if she okay. played a little bit, she could she's she could be good. All right. Well, I'm sure she's training really hard. I was. I'll very, uh, I know she was also in the conversation for the breakers, uh, if, if Glossman wasn't available at that point. And the next Miami drops Jeff Warnick, which I am personally just upset about only because Jeff Warnick will not be there unless he shows up as an alternate or, or in some other capacity. But man, he was fun to watch. <laughs> He's an entertainer. He is so freaking funny. And so Johnny Goldberg is going to have to step up. Yeah. Who, who's Goldberg's team? It's this one, Miami. Okay. The team that had Jeff Warnick as well. So they were just, uh, Johnny was like the fifth man, you know? <laughs> he was the fifth man, but now he's just, so they, they drop Jeff, they pick up Burroughs. And so, you know, Jeff's got to, or Johnny's got to step in for that role that uh, Jeff was taking. I thought this was a good move on paper. NML didn't like it because they really liked that X factor that and funk that Jeff brought to the Challenger League. Him and Alex Strong were also two and one. But I thought it was a good, a good move, you know, something to try, right? Just see if they yeah. can do better than third place. I, I like moves that try to that make teams like, you know, they, they're trying to get better. The Ranchers next dropped Jeannie Arakina for Tina Pisnik. Tina was a former very high-level tennis player, but she is a little older. My thoughts on this one, I'm sure Tina's a star. But when she was new to pickleball in December, myself and my mother, who is a – Three five at best now, then perhaps a three oh. We played in the women's open at a local tournament, not on pickleball terms that come or anything. And me and my mom lost eleven eight in the third to Tina and Martina Coakley. So I'm afraid okay. I just I just am a little wary of this pick for that reason alone. I haven't really <laughs> I'm sure she's so much better than she was then. But the fact that me and my mom, with me playing hyper mixed doubles covering 85% of the court, almost <laughs> did it while yeah. wearing matching peacock clothing. It was so funny. <laughs> it was literally so funny. It's on Facebook somewhere, I think. Uh, but people were watching and just laughing. It was hilarious. Uh, it was so fun. Uh, I just, I'm a little wary of this pick. I think Jeannie Arakeen has also been playing really well lately, but you know, we'll see, you know, it's a, it's a pick for upside. Atlanta dropped Bindle for Philip Locklear. What are your thoughts on this one? I'm not too familiar with either of them. Yeah, I think, well, they're both from Kansas City. Phil's from Kansas City, so I've played with him uh, a couple of times. He's, he's good. Like his, his little, his range of plays is high. Like he can be good and he can be a little streaky at times, but I think, I think if you're, trying to win the tournament, then, then Phil's a good pick because his upside is, is really high. His ceiling is high. Is his upside higher than Ben Newell's? Um, they're close. You think? Yeah, they're close. Interesting. Ben, when okay. Ben gets hot, when Ben gets hot, he's really tough. When his drives get going from the baseline and he's crashing and playing crazy, he's tough. He kind of, I think he kind of thrives in the MLP format kind of Kind of similar to Rafa, just playing a lot of crazy points, so easy to get momentum on his side. But something about these lefties. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. So that's interesting what you said. That makes me think more positively on the move. But I also think you just got Millie Rain, who is undefeated, playing with a lefty and who's playing really well with lefties right now. 
including just beating Callie and Deco with Rafa, like I would have kept the lefty, I think, for that purpose. Uh, my thoughts, but, you know, kind of stinks, right? Ben and Phil beat Ben Johns and Colin Johns, and then they say, we don't want you, Ben. We want your partner, actually. So <laughs> it's yeah. like that win got – like they don't pick up <laughs> Phil Locklear if Ben and Phil don't beat Ben and Colin. You know, right. so it's like that yeah. win costs Ben his spot. Yeah. Uh, that's rough. Which I think is just very funny and ironic and kind <laughs> of tragic on the whole. And then, of course, yeah. the last pick that we have already touched on, um, the barrier breakers drop Rachel Summers for Vivian Glosman, which would on paper look like the best pick of the draft. Uh, I think who knows who's going on the right, though. Uh, I told Pablo, I was like, ah, I think Viv is better than ever like on the left, like already, like after our first or second match. And he was like, she might be. Um, so we'll see what they do. One of them is going to go on the right. Uh, I have one last parting thought, Dylan. How tall are you? Five foot 11 and three quarters. Interesting because Vivian Glosman was telling me she was 5'11 and it did look like she was taller than you. Was she? I think, uh, I don't remember. I don't know. If she's five foot eleven, then I'm taller because I'm five foot eleven and three quarters. Why would you even say you're five foot eleven and three quarters? Because I just want people to know that I'm really, really close to six foot. You could just say six foot. Yeah, but then I'd be lying. I'm not a liar. Wow, that is so honest. Girlies, hit up Dylan Frazier. He's honest. He's not six <laughs> foot and he's proud of it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Shoes on. With shoes on, I probably am six foot. You definitely are. Definitely in uh, in your new Selkirk shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that, puts, that puts DJ and I in the, in the same club. I like to tell him that. Yeah, that's D funny. DJ and I are both in the six foot plus club when I'm wearing shoes. <laughs> that is funny. Um, oh, the last thing I want to say. So I felt like... Big shift in the Challenger League of prioritizing upside with almost all of these picks. Uh, I also thought the Orlando Squeeze not making a move. I believe I said to Richie something along the line of just, hmm, I won't say exactly what I said, but I thought that they should have made a move. And then your thoughts on the Matt Wright, DJ Young trade. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was uh, probably mutually beneficial for Matt, for Matt to be with Lucy now. Um, obviously they play together a lot in our strong mixed team and to put DJ with Zane, they're probably gonna be a, a stronger men's doubles team. Um, so probably mutually beneficial, but I still think, you know, the masters are, are, are a more dangerous team and a bigger threat to, to win than the team queen right now. Yeah. I think that, uh, this really moves the needle for the match. I think the clean needed to do it as well. They needed to do something. And I think this was a, not a bad play, right? Cause DJ would like to play the right in mixed and you know, he can play with Lena in that capacity. So I thought it was a good move all around, but makes the mashers a lot scarier for sure. Um, is there anything else I wanted to say? Is there anything else you wanted to say, Dylan? For I got a question. If you know the answer to this, do you for the next MLP? Are you going to be in pool with teams you haven't been in a pool with I, before? Or is it just completely random? I think they're going to try to put you in new, like put you with new teams. But for me, 
three out of the four teams in your pool I haven't been in group play with. I haven't been with BLQK, the Mashers, or Clean, so there's no way that like that happens for me that I end up with all three of you guys because then yeah. you guys right so i don't know how they're you'll probably end up with like two new teams okay i would guess and one repeat team we've been in the masters pool both times so maybe we won't have to to face the the new that's team true you pool probably play. won't have to face the revamp team right so for me i've been in the same pool as the night owls twice both and times. that is a team i probably wouldn't mind wouldn't mind seeing again <laughs> not that they're <laughs> not that any team is bad but some are just a little scarier than others yeah um, would you rather play me and Tyson or me and Rafa in mixed? Um, you and Rafa. Yeah. MLP though, you and Tyson. Yeah. Interesting. That's a current discussion for the hustlers. What to do, what to do. <laughs> yeah. Who do you want to play with? Um, I think it kind of depends on the team we're playing. I think if we're in a situation like against the Seattle Pioneers where we need to go 2-2 and someone has to beat Megan and Tyler, I would play with Tyson. Yeah. Uh, but if it's in like a you know, more typical situation other than something like that where you're kind of stacking a little bit. Uh, you still over off at his one shot. I think, I think this is the time. I think <laughs> it's the time, honestly. I think it might be the time. We'll see. I haven't even played mix on the left in a while though. Like, cause James like doesn't really, cause obviously James did a lot with Lindsay and we can do it, but he just likes to kind of get in his rhythm. Yeah. So I haven't really done it in a while, but I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Don't you worry, Dylan. Cause there's a good chance. I guess we could be in the same pool. Yeah. But, oh, I love being in front of Federico. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if we play in mix, don't put Federico against you you don't want to be against me either no i don't mind it <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we will see um all right we good dylan i think we're good okay all right thanks everyone for listening thank you bye bye